Hey guys, this is the Ryan Gillen Team Podcast. This is Ryan Gillen, and I've got Andrea and Jordan with me today, and we hey. are uh, going to talk about first-time home buyers, buyers in general, and what you need to know to get started to buy a home in a great market like today. Um, but uh, I tell you what, it has been absolutely phenomenal weather-wise. This past week, I got to play golf this weekend. <laughs> we had the Super Bowl. We weren't freezing our butts off. It was, uh, it was, it was awesome. Um, did you guys pick right for the Super Bowl? Unfortunately, yes. I'm an Oakland Raiders fan, so I did not want the Chiefs to win, but I had a strong feeling that was going to be the outcome, and it was, so I wasn't surprised, just a little sad. Um, well, I wanted to watch it, but I had a sinus infection, so I basically slept through the whole thing, didn't really watch anything but the <laughs> halftime show. You look back up the halftime show and watch it. <laughs> I walked out to watch it, but I, other than that, I was sleeping because I've been... With the size of I watched McKinley, my little niece, dance in front of the TV screen like Shakira. She's three years old <laughs> for like 15 minutes, and she was putting on a show. I had a little party at my house, but we did fill out this pool of um, questions. Basically, it was like you had to pick if it was going to be heads or tail for the coin toss. He was going to score first. If it was the first pass, was going to be a completed or incompleted one. He was going to be the player of the game. There was like 20 questions, and um, everybody had to put in $20. And my girlfriend and I, we, we both tied. So we split the pot uh-huh. and we were hosting the party. We nice. just had to make sure everybody in our family knew that we were the smartest. Hang on, did you guys pick the same answers, though? No, we didn't okay, pick the same answers, impressive. but we picked the last one as the same answer. And we were hoping that was going to be like a tiebreaker. Oh, yeah. But we picked that there would be a quarterback as the MVP. So we ended up splitting the pot, which is good because we broke even on all the food that we bought. <laughs> so it, 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 all, it all worked out. But our That's family good. knows that we're smarter about football than they are. <laughs> well, so, that's good. Um, but let's get into why you guys are tuning in, which is for the buying process and what you're going to need to do, what you're going to start needing to think about because everybody does the buying process differently in the sense of real estate agents. So real estate agents will um, – some people educate their clients and some people don't educate their clients. They just get you to fill out a contract, you sign some forms, they set up a few things, and you're like kind of lost along the way. Um, we don't really feel like that's the right process. We want you to be involved. We want it to be fun. Um, it's going to be stressful, but we still want you to be excited that you're buying a home. It's a ginormous process, and um, it, you know it can be stressful, but at the same time, like this is where you're going to live for the next couple years 10 years for the rest of your life you don't know i mean like it's it's exciting that like this is where you're going to come home to after work each day to after you know bringing friends over to entertain the super bowl parties and stuff so Mm -hmm. um it's it's very important and i think that um making sure that you know the process and getting set up correctly um will not only get you the right home at the right price in your budget and then when you're sitting you know a month later and you moved all the way in like you look at Everybody like, man, this feels like home. Yeah. And there's a way to get to that point other than just calling up a realtor, having to sign a contract, getting a loan, and then a month later you're sitting in a house going, oh, crap, I didn't know that this cost this much, this much, and this right. much. Right. I'm screwed. Or I didn't get an inspection, and now I've got to pay for this, this, and this. Right. So there's, there's more to it than um, what meets the eye and what some buyers can offer you. Um, first off, let's turn it over to Andrea, and she will break down the absolute first part, which usually people know, but there's more to it. 
Perfect. Yeah, something we always stress on our team is that we want our buyers, all of our clients, to be the most educated possible. So uh, we really like to start out with a buyer's consultation, if possible. Um, we like to have you come in or meet you somewhere and go over this entire process so that you're ready to go when you find something you like and you have a complete understanding of what's going to happen. Because once you do find the house that you like, it goes pretty quick from there. Um, so, And when you say buyer's consultation, I'm mm-hmm. trying to jump in, but um, some people might not think of it. They might think of this. They might think of going into an office and you're sitting across the table from each other mm-hmm. and yeah. it's really boring and kind of like dull and you go over this this and this and they're not going to remember the information um break down what you mean by buyer's consultation because i know you and i have gone on a buyer's consultation Mm -hmm. to chop house yeah and we all had some drinks and we laughed and we (laughs) talked about some real estate a little bit of time and we talked about our personal lives and Mm -hmm. and, and had a really good time yeah but everybody walked away knowing more yeah i've had times it's been at the office i've Mm -hmm. been at their house and stuff so um just understand that the buyer's consultation is whatever you want it to be exactly and it can be um it can be as serious as you guys want or it can be hey let's go sit at a um restaurant bar and have a drink and we'll go over the process with you because like i said this is this is fun so whatever way you need it to be we'll tailor it to you yeah we we work for you i mean yeah i'm doing one on saturday and they just wanted to get together like first thing Saturday morning, we're gonna go to Starbucks, and they said they have like a whole notebook full of questions because they just want to understand what they're getting into before they start, and that's the whole purpose, just yeah. to help them feel comfortable and get some coffees and just hang out for a little bit. And it's and it's best in that kind of setting. Yeah, you feel kind of relaxed. You're sitting back in the chair. We're not sitting on a table across each other. Right. Interview exactly. Each other. If you want to interview us, that's fine. Yeah. We will totally do that too. If you if you want to interview three or four agents and say, hey, listen, I'm going to try to pick the best one that fits my needs. We encourage that. Honestly, that's a buyer's consultation as yeah. well mm-hmm. because you should interview agents just like you would interview to sell your home. Mm-hmm. So that consultation is in there as well. Like you're going to be married to this realtor for the next couple months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you might talk to, like, it's honestly weird for us sometimes. Like, you guys can contest to this. Is I'll do a deal with someone, and we look for two months. And we talk every single day. We talk every day for the, the process. And all of a sudden, it's like, yes. three months down the road, they close, and we're like, all right, see ya. And then, like, you, like, don't talk to them. Yeah, I literally, like, oh, my yeah. gosh. I miss you. Of, I know. After one of my closings, there was this one, this guy and his girlfriend that I was working with for seriously forever like it took months to find them the right thing and when we were leaving closing he like gave me this huge hug he's like i'm gonna miss you and the girlfriend was like oh my gosh but like i feel like we're friends i'm like we are like yeah it was yeah. sad let's go get a drink let's go hang out so, <laughs> but yeah it's, it's, it's kind of so make sure you mesh well with your agent like yeah, yeah. you because you're gonna want to call them yeah not feel bad for calling them exactly you're going to want to you're going to be going to look at houses for them and like with them and it's got to be fun mm-hmm. so yeah. it starts with the buyer's consultation because if you don't feel comfortable with that agent you're not going to feel comfortable picking the right house you're yeah. not going to feel comfortable right. asking a question you're not going to feel comfortable putting an offer in knowing that they're going to do the best for you right. because you're not seeing eye to eye yeah. and yeah. that's okay to like not pick your friend's cousin or your relative as an agent mm-hmm. or your you know coworker that's the part-time realtor that's sold two houses and by god they're going to do a great job for you like it's okay because like there's a lot more on the line yeah than giving someone some business that needs it mm-hmm. like there's way more on the line not just when you buy the house in the long run down the road so these buyers consultations are asked just absolutely 
huge yeah. in terms for everybody, us understanding you and you understanding us and we both understanding the process together. Exactly. Um, so normally we start off in the meeting going over what you're looking for, what you're hoping to get out of the situation. So we have an understanding um, going forward of how we can best serve you. Um, we always recommend you um, applying through multiple lenders if you're going to be financing a house. Um, we want to help you get the best interest rate that is possible, the best loan program. You know, we can provide you with information on a lot of grants that are available. Um, different companies offer different things, so we're always happy to give you recommendations on where you can go for that. Um, All lenders are not created equal. Yeah, In the sense absolutely. of everybody's going to have certain loans that are better mm -hmm. for you, you in particular, if you're you know first responder, military teacher, um, you know, based on your income and everything and your credit score, um, you are going to get, it's going to be tailored to you, but mm -hmm. picking that right lender might save you thousands. I'm getting ready to refi myself and I'm going to drop my interest rate a little bit. I'm going to save $20,000 over five years. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. Putting the same amount, like I'm not going to like reduce my amount of my loan amount. It's going to be the same amount, but I'm going to save $20,000 over five years. So saving that couple extra points is big. And you can find that at different lenders when they have different criteria. Mm -hmm. So we're not going to just give you one lender because that's the person that helps us out the most or like, you know, whatnot. We're going to give you multiple options. And we might say, hey, listen, these are the three, but call these in this order. Yeah. Because you were going to be tailored this way. Yeah, based mm -hmm. on what you said you wanted. But right. say you wanted. Yeah. Uh, Jordan made a great example earlier. It was, um, you know, some people were like, hey, I just want the lowest interest rate. Yeah, so I Great. said, here's the three people I love the most. They all do fantastic work, but you might want to call this person first because they're going to have the lowest yeah. rate. You might so. say, hey, my credit score is a little lower. Who can help me out? Yeah. Hey, we call. have someone for you. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. we do. We have someone for you. So that's – we, as a team, take the stance of using multiple people in our arsenal to best fit for you. So the consultation will allow us to – fits you with the lender yeah. and if you mess well with that person great and if, if you don't let us know we'll get you three more mm -hmm. yep so and there's there's a couple ways to do it too like you can always meet for the buyer's consultation if you come into it literally like haven't done anything yet we will give you those recommendations but sometimes too you've come to us before the consultation with questions about lenders so mm -hmm. like the one that I had this weekend they wanted to get that set up before I met with them that way we could meet they could understand what's going on and then right from there boom we can start looking at houses so there's a couple different ways to do it yeah for sure and you never in my opinion want to start actually looking at houses in person until you know what you can afford and you if right. you're going to be financing you don't know what you can afford until you get with a lender until you get that pre-approval you might think you know what you can afford you know I know Zillow has the little mortgage calculators on there they're never right no. but you know what they don't <laughs> tell you is how much your utility costs exactly are. Yeah. your water bill is going to be mm -hmm. like think about Miamisburg water how expensive yeah. it is like you know these are costs that like hop you know come at you and you know you better be able to afford it so mm -hmm. you, you know maybe knowing what your payment's going to be and adding you know 20% 30% to like other items mm -hmm. so that you're going to put out each month like think about that like if you took that money and you put it towards a house, are you still gonna live, be able to live okay? Yeah. You're not gonna be stressed and all that kind of stuff. We wanna make sure that we're not overselling you a house, we don't want you to be house poor. Yep. So buyer's consultation, getting with a lender, understanding 
what you can afford right. and in what area. I mean, uh, Warren County taxes are way cheaper than Montgomery County. You can buy more house in, in Warren County mm-hmm. yeah. and, and, and just because, or price-wise, I mean, because the taxes are cheaper for the same payment. Understanding that will help you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's pros and cons for, for both areas, but we can have you understand that. So after you get with the lender, mm-hmm. you get pre-approved, we start looking for houses. Obviously, there's going to be, you know, um, Jordan mentioned that she likes using, uh, letting her clients, telling them about HomeSnap, mm-hmm. yeah. the app, and not not just uh, for looking at houses, but it gives a lot of other criteria. Right. And yeah, that's the next step, obviously, is starting the home search. So there's multiple ways to do this too. We will be sending you houses that fit your criteria. We can set you up on a search through the MLS that's constantly sending you the minute something's listed that fits your city, your price range, beds, baths, all that stuff. It's going to instantly show up in your email. Um, but everybody also uses Zillow and realtor.com and all those websites. Um, the one that I like the most, all the agents use it, but I always recommend it to clients because they do have a public version. It's called HomeSnap. And that is the most up-to-date. That's the only one linked with the MLS. So you're getting these houses in real time. Zillow, Realtor.com, they're not syndicated with MLS. So these could be showing up days later. They could be showing up. And you um, might have already lost. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And they might be showing up that they're active when they're really pending. I mean, I can't even tell you how many times that people have sent me houses and been like, this is the one. Like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And it's on Zillow and it's actually really pending because it hasn't updated yet. Or not so, even for sale. We or see not, that all the yeah, time. Yeah, it's the most yeah. bizarre thing. Sure. But home, So HomeSnap's really a really good tool and not a lot of people know about it And um, yeah. when, you, when you look at HomeSnap, if one, it's on your phone, super easy. Um, you can pull the house up. It will show you property lines. It's just it ever show you school um, ratings. Taxes. elementary school you're going to go to taxes mm-hmm. what it's sold for what it's been listed for all that kind of stuff and it's like laid out really easy right there mm-hmm. and like there's not a bunch of like annoying ads and everything like mm-hmm. that it's just a really great app to to be able to use and you can actually if the house is for sale you can actually take a picture of it and it'll pull the right house up it's yeah. kind of creepy if you're sitting in my house yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it's cool so I use that all the time and it's a great home like, or a great app because you'll be on like vacation and you'll be like another city and you'll see these beautiful houses and you go, wonder what those are worth. Yeah, and you'll think the price of spirit put in the area and I'm like, oh man, that's, yeah. that's way mm-hmm. more expensive than Dayton, Ohio. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool. So um, when we're looking for homes, how important is it to say, one, be decisive in the sense of uh, knowing what you want. If you want a four bedroom we're not going to look at three bedrooms because, hey, I have two kids and I want a guest bedroom. There's no point to go look at three bedrooms. Yeah. I, oh, I tell people when I meet them in the original consultation or phone call, whatever it is, find those things that are the most important to you and do not veer away from those. Because yeah. I have even one of my best friends right now is looking and they need a fourth bedroom or a room for an office or mm-hmm. something like that. But if they're, they find one, oh, it's three bedroom, like. That's not what you want. Yeah, and they're like, well, you're right. But it's so pretty. It's like, yeah, they I know. They get there and they get but, disappointed because they're like, exactly. we love this home. Well, can we make it work? But like, no, it's not going to work for you guys. Exactly. Like, you you have, have, to have to pick those things so that are the most You're going to have haves and needs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or one, I'm sorry. You're going to have wants and needs. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Like you want, you know, the nice screened in porch and the, the three car garage, but you need a two car garage. You have to have it. And you have to have two full bathrooms. There's mm-hmm. no, there's no debating that. Right. And you have to have four, or you need to have four bedrooms. Like yeah. you, you need to have that. Yeah. Like you need, and then like, you know, I mean, like you just, you absolutely, 
It's not negotiable. Well, and find and, those yeah. and put those down and, and, and try to – and then do searches, do searches for – and we'll, we'll do the searches for you as well. But do searches for those spaces that are four bedrooms, over mm-hmm. 2,000 square feet, that have a two-car garage that's attached. Mm-hmm. And then look at the properties and say, oh, and this one has a screened-in porch. Exactly. Right. Right. So it's then, a bonus. Yeah, yeah. It's like you the things that you want to have mm-hmm. will end up being in a lot of those. You're not going to get all of them. Yeah. And, you know, even people that build a house don't even get all their stuff. Yeah. So be realistic. It's not going to all be uh, It's not going to all be there. There's just – I've never, like, seen someone go, man, it's checked off all 50 of my things. <laughs> Unless it's, like, way over the price range that they're Yeah, looking. exactly. That's usually what it's going to be $100,000 over your price point. And you're going to be pissed off about that again, too. Right. But, um, so, yeah. And then when we go look at houses, then we're going to break down. It's your job. It's your job to get emotionally attached to a house. Okay? It's our job to look at the house in another view. Be definitely devil's advocate. We're looking at the roof, the appliances, the, like, the mechanicals, the furnace, the AC... All those kind of items, looking up in the corners of the walls to see if it's and there's any leaks, and you're going to see what updates they've had compared to other homes in this area, and what the price is. So you're going to look at Jordan or Andrew with all these googly eyes, and you're going to say, <laughs> "We love it. <laughs> we love it. It's yeah. the one. It's the one." And you're going to say, "Okay, it's nice." <laughs> but the one down the street was more updated and it sold for $95 a square foot. This is at $103 a square foot. So we're going to have to take that into account. You can love this, but we need to get this at a better price. Right. Okay? It's your job to get emotionally attached. It's, it's our job to make sure you get the right deal um, with everything. I mean, it, it just it just is. And so when you're looking through the home, it's our job to kind of stay quiet. And we look through, and you're going to ask us questions, and we're going to answer them. And, and we're going to ask you hard questions. When we go to that three-bedroom house and you said you wanted a four, we're going to say, does this meet your needs? And we're not. it's not our job to say if it is or not. And you're going to look at your husband, your wife, or your, your friend, your father, and you're going to say, <laughs> I love it. You're right. say, okay, what does it? And it's our job to make sure that you ask those questions to yourself. So if we have to ask them, we will. Yeah. Yep. So exactly. And then once you do find that home, obviously, um, like Ryan said, it's our job to write an offer for you and come to the best terms. So something that you've probably discussed at that point with your lender is. Um, if you need to ask the seller to pay for any of your closing costs, and that's something that we can go more in detail with in a buyer's consult. It's just a bunch of different fees for doing the loan and the title work and things like that that you're charged. But you can ask the seller to pay for those things. Um, one thing that I don't know, Andrea, what you do, but one thing that I like to ask the people is what's more important to you, a lower monthly payment or getting basically money handed to you from the seller? If the answer is money from the seller, then we're going to ask them to pay for your closing costs. Mm-hmm. And if, if you don't know what closing costs are, right. um, essentially the short of it is every deal um, costs money to close between the lender fees and the title fees it's yeah you know and, and so um, that's just more money out of your pocket exactly um, and if closing is just money that you have to bring with your down payment if it's not covered for you so that's just what I do I say is it more important for you to have lower monthly payment because if that's what's more important let's work on the price if you have all this cash to spend, you're fine with paying your own closing costs, like that's the way you want to go. But if you're like me and you don't have all this cash to spend, you're going to want to ask them to cover your closing costs. Mm-hmm. Um, in this market, obviously, it just depends on the situation. Like some of these houses are situation getting based. multiple offers and you can't do that at all. You have mm-hmm. to just go all in. Um, but that's our job is help you negotiate the best terms for you. So that's what 
would come next is just writing that offer and sitting down again and talking about what's going to make this worth it. Yeah, and, for it, you. and it goes back to the buyer's consultation, picking a realtor that you feel comfortable with looking in the eye and saying, hey, listen, I know you really like this house. Or to say, I really like this house, but I don't want to pay $190 for it. And feeling uncomfortable to say that to a realtor and then they say, hey, you know what? Let's go in at this price and see if we can get those. So make you feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a good communication line, you know, it, they're not going to be able to come up with the best strategy for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if I need to put a certain couple things in the contract to make sure you have the right move-in date and you have a home warranty and you have all these things set up for you, the right inspections that you want. There's a lot of people that are very analytical and they want every inspection in the world. That's fine. Mm-hmm. We just have to communicate with each other so we can put that in the contract because right. you can't just keep asking for things along the way. It just doesn't work like that. So right. the proper communication, feeling comfortable with another agent, to un- your agent to understand that like your needs. Mm-hmm. So um, once it's accepted, everybody's going to be all excited. And then it's Woo-hoo. really kind of like mm-hmm. go time from there. Yeah. Like we're going to need a lot from you mm-hmm. and you're going to need a lot from us. Yeah. Um, so once it's accepted, we normally will set up a home inspection for you. Um, we always encourage you to shop around for your home inspector, get someone that you're uh, comfortable with. We're always happy to give recommendations there as well. People that we know have done a good job in the past. Um, and the home inspector is going to be looking for issues in the house that make the house livable or not. So they will point out everything. A good inspector will point out everything to you, but uh, we always say it's important to remember that the bigger issues are what we're there for. Um, I like to think of the home inspection as a go-to list of everything that you need to fix in the house over time. Um, but remember, homes aren't going to be perfect. Exactly. No. So they're going to point out if there's ch- peeling paint somewhere. Because that's their job, but that's not something that is going to deter you from buying the house. You probably already saw that anyways. But they are going to be checking things that we can't see with our eyes. They're going to be checking the AC unit, the furnace, all of those things, and making sure they're in good working condition. And if they're not, they'll put that in the report. And then from there, we will go into another negotiation with the seller asking them to make these repairs or replace items that need replaced. Again, things that are making the house livable or not. Um, so then from there, the seller gets to decide what they're willing, uh, to fix or replace for you. And, but here's the thing, this is where real, like where we make our money. Mm-hmm. This is one of the reasons one, make sure we have the, you guys have the right inspection, but then negotiating as well, because there's going to be a lot of things that you're going to ask for that really we shouldn't ask for in the sense of like cosmetic items and mm-hmm. stuff so we've got to make sure that we stay strong but we also have to bring you down to earth as well yeah. and say like look at it from the seller's point of view like mm-hmm. why do they need to give you this allowance for something that's right. like a cosmetic item that you saw in the first place yeah well yeah and there there's one thing that an inspector that i use a lot one thing that he'll say to people is and like andrea said there might be a list of 20 things but maybe only one one or two of those are actually big things that you should ask the seller for the rest are all small minor things and he always is like do you have fifty dollars and they're like yeah he's like cool go to lowe's you can fix 10 of these because half the time they're like a broken outlet cover or just dumb like, stuff that client, literally cost five bucks yeah, to fix, freak out about like a one of like the gas lines it's by like the um by your washer and dryer mm-hmm. that like wasn't capped 
And they're like, oh my god, that's so dangerous. It was like, it's literally like that cap is it's under a dollar. Yeah. It's literally you just <laughs> pop it right on the end. Right. <laughs> and so we're we're, we're going to coach you through this. Like predominantly, like, I'll see inspections, and I'm like, wow, this is a great one. And I'll call my client up, and they're like, oh, dude, I'm defeated. Like, oh my god, right. this, this, this is wrong. It is a big packet. Usually, it's like a 45 page book, so it looks really scary initially, so <laughs> but it's not. The communication thing. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm going to know your needs. Mm-hmm. And in how you are as a buyer, we've done this enough to understand that there's different types of people and how we need to communicate with you. I mean, I have some people I call up and they're like, ah, about 10 things came back, hell with it, let's buy it. Yeah. <laughs> it's done. Like, like, okay, and I have 10 people that, 10 things came back and, oh my God, it's this, this, and this, mm-hmm. and this. And is this thing falling apart? What am I doing? I spent $400 on inspection. Yeah. Like, right. And, and they go there for, and so it's my job to like, hey, okay. Let's take a step back. Yeah. Let's break this down what it is yeah. and go over by line by line and it's going to be okay. Let me handle this. We don't know what to worry about until the seller comes back and says, hey, I'm doing A, B, and C, but not D. Mm-hmm. So right. no reason to worry about it up front. Now, obviously, unless it's like, hey, your foundation's like crumbling. Yeah. You know, there's there's different things yeah. that we have to worry about, but for the most part, it's, um, it's about staying patient, staying calm, not getting emotional because we're usually able to negotiate a lot of these things. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then if for some reason there was something that they weren't willing to do, like say, for example, the furnace is a little bit old but it's still like a lot of times it'll be like it's a little old but it's still great it's still working fine but if that makes you nervous one of the things that at that point we've probably already negotiated into the contract is a home warranty and that's going to cover you for a full year um, and you can renew it after that but the seller most times will pay for that first year of coverage for you so yeah like it is a little old but you have that reassurance. If something happens, you're going to have to pay, I think it's like a hundred dollars service fee for the people to come out, but that's all you pay. You don't pay for the new system. You don't pay for the installation, any of that. You're getting a brand new one at the home warranty's cost. And and hopefully during the showings and the contract, we've gone over, Hey, you know, this furnace looks a little older. You understand that it's a little older. Right. Like it didn't just sneak up on you. So that's why we put a home warranty on the property because if Murphy's Law happened and something goes wrong in the first three months that you're living in it, yeah. then it's like, hey, you call the home warranty up and get it fixed. Yeah. Um, I so. actually have, speaking of the home warranty thing, like just for an example of like how well it works, I actually have, I didn't sell this house. It was before I had my license like a long time ago, but a girl I know, when she first bought her house, their water heater exploded. They had like I a did whole, did it? Oh, no. a whole my, my separate, house, yeah. yeah, a whole separate closet that it was in. It exploded, blew up the drywall, blew, like the whole room was messed up. They paid, I think she said it was an $80 service fee. Everything was fixed. They paid $80 for replacement. Every, literally everything was fixed. So like, just for an example of like how that works, obviously it's not going to cover every single thing, but the big things. the big things it's going to cover, so you do have that reassurance. Yeah, hundred percent. So after we do um, inspections, we've um, negotiated what you're going to get, and you haven't jumped off the cliff. <laughs> and we um, and this is where you know you've got you got through the stressful time. Yeah, you know, now moving forward. Yeah, you've submitted paperwork. You've paid for your appraisal. Mm-hmm. So now we're just waiting for the appraisal to come in. And um, it's, it's a pretty simple process. Process It's pretty cut and dry. It's mm-hmm. like, did the home appraise for the value that you wrote an offer for? Will mm-hmm. the bank give you the money for that price based on the current value of the area? Yep. Will it? And then it's, it's <laughs> like if they didn't, if it's like, hey, it's 
uh, you bought a house for 190 at a price for 185 like we're going to have to go back to the negotiating table mm-hmm. and we're going to have to figure out who's paying for this extra five grand are you paying for it are they paying for it and you know, it's a lot of times we'll split it between the buyer and the seller um, because you were willing to pay 190 mm-hmm. appraisal came back at 185 which was your appraisal so a lot of times they'll be like you know what we'll split it between and usually that's the case people are pretty normal like in the sense of like we have some crazy buyers and sellers that happens with every line of work there's just some people that you get crazy but usually we can come to agreement because they want to sell a house and you want to buy it. yeah so don't overreact when it comes to the appraisal yeah more than you should mm-hmm. and people get nervous about appraisals in my opinion you have to remember that it's our job to not let you overpay for something. So it's not like it's never happened that an appraiser doesn't agree with a price, but usually it's not so far off that it's nothing we can handle because we're not going to write an offer $20,000 over what we right. know it's worth knowing it's not going to appraise. Right. Yeah, 100%. I mean, sometimes it's human element, though. Yeah. I mean, they're deciding what it's going to be. Um, the price and, and so uh, and the thing about it you gotta think it's it's not your money it's the bank's money that you're taking from yeah. if you're getting the loan if you're paying cash you don't have to do an appraisal so you, you miss this spot but you're taking the bank's money so they've got to make sure that they're protecting their investment mm-hmm. so when people get all huffy and puffy about it it's like you gotta remember like this money's just not coming from thin air yeah. like they've got to understand true? so um, but when we get through the appraisal it's finally it's time for closing and it's gonna feel like it's a long process but we made it. And honestly, this is usually like a, I would say, 30 to 45 day process. So it's a mm-hmm. lot going on. But I do have people ask me that a lot of times. How long does this process take? It can take less time. It all just depends on how you're financing the house is, I would say, the biggest and thing. And how willing you are to get the paperwork to the yeah. lender. Oh, yeah. if, you get the, if you get the paperwork to them fast, like we actually had a meeting this morning with the lender. He said, if everything's quick, you're on top of it. He could do it in as little as like 21 days. He yeah. said he's done them in 15, 17 days. Right, if you've turned it on the paperwork But if, if you're before. a procrastinator and you get it in four or five days, there's nothing we can do. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you know, you're holding that up. So it's a give and take in this. Yeah. You gotta be ready to go. We we can't we can't make you submit papers. We can't make you be on time. But if you are, this process can go really smooth. Yeah. And you know if we do our end of the like, end of the work and you do your end, mm-hmm. like it's gonna be it's really smooth. Really easier than you think. So we're gonna have a closing, and it's very exciting. Um, probably a little stressful. You know, sign your name on one of those documents. <laughs> we'll, we'll be there with you. Yeah. And we'll go over that home warranty with you. And when you'll be moving in, if you get it at closing or maybe a couple days later. Um, and then you become part of our family mm-hmm. because, well, you're part of our family during the process too, but now you're really part of the family. You get invited to <laughs> client, client parties. parties. <laughs> yeah, we just had 250 people come to our client party. All you can drink, all you can eat. All you can bowl. We had so much fun. All the prizes you could think about winning is yeah. there. <laughs> it's, it's just a great time. We try to stay connected as much as possible with our clients. Um, we are going to do a um, dump day, which is essentially I have a dump trailer, and it's like 30 feet long, and, it, and it's, it's huge, and I just can tow it in the back of my truck. And we're going to go house to house, and we're going to go house to house and try to get – um, people to um, get a lot of their crap out of their house, I guess. Spring cleaning. Yeah, spring cleaning. <laughs> yeah. Your junk that you have. I just did mine. I got rid of like half my clothes and probably much like half my belongings in the basement. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was kind of hard. Brooke was there like 
you're not keeping that. Like, you're not, like, like <laughs> there's a lot. I was a little reluctant, but I got rid of stuff. And well, I had to go somewhere. I put it in my dump trailer. Well, everybody doesn't have a dump trailer, so I'm going to go around. Well, we're going to all go around as a team. We're going to go house to house of our clients at RCP, and we're going to pick their trash up, and we're going to go dump it for free at the at the dump. But it gets their house cleaned out and makes mm-hmm. their life a little easier. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. So we have client parties. We have that. We have a moving truck for you. It's expensive to move. Mm-hmm. You know, moving a renting a moving truck might cost $500. We take that financial burden away, and we have a 30-foot um, box truck with a ramp on it, and... Um, it should have an appliance dolly in it. It comes missing every now and then. But, uh, <laughs> um, so you get a moving truck for free. And you can use that now. You can use it five years from now if you go buy a new couch and stuff. So mm-hmm. we're constantly doing things that try to continue your success in real estate. Yeah. Um, if it's investment seminars, if it's some kind of coaching, uh, we want you to constantly have to be a hub. Uh, we want to be a hub for you to be educated and learn about the process mm-hmm. and, and, and be fun and become part of our family because it truly is. So um, if you want to see what our client parties look like, we're getting ready to post some some pictures online. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. You'll you'll want to pick us when you interview a bunch of people. <laughs> but uh, if anything, you, you get free food and drinks. Oh, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> can't be bad at one, you know, but Buy a house, get free food and drinks. <laughs> on, on that note, we'll leave you with that. You know, stick that image in your mind with the free food and free drinks, movie truck. Um client parties, everything. So uh, we just want your process to be amazing, um, upfront, honest, and, you know, that we have your back. You're part of, you're part of our family uh, when you decide to choose us. And I think if you take the extra steps of picking the right real estate agent and, and, and having that good vibe together, that good feeling together, your process will be so much smoother. Yeah. And you'll be so much happier in the end when you end up picking that house and you move in and, and, and become part of you know our team if you do choose us. But you will 100%, you have a much like a chance of picking the right home at, at a good price. Um, if you if you just go ahead and interview someone and pick the right person that you that you feel for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Perfect. Have a great day, guys. Safe uh, traveling if you're listening to this on the road. And if you need anything at all, definitely a buyer's consultation. <laughs> Give us a call. Andrea, Jordan, anybody else on our team would love to help you. And let's make it fun. Let's go have a drink somewhere and talk about this. Perfect. Thanks, Bye, guys. guys. Bye. Thanks.